This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. My guest's name today is Sean Schroeder. He's the chief commercial officer of Blue River and co-founder of the Mural Digital Experience Platform. A former front-end developer and designer, he's been on a mission to simplify and enrich lives by helping others find flow long before he knew it was a thing. Sean, are you ready to take us to the top? I am. Thanks for having me, Nathan. You bet. Okay, what do you mean flow? Flow. So flow is a concept that was created by, or I guess uh, formalized by uh Happiness researcher and psychologist Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi. Uh, basically, it breaks down to the, the the source of human happiness, as he has discovered it, is uh, found through doing meaningful things in our lives. So, whether it's um, you know doing something that uh, people often refer to, where they find flow, is uh, often referred to as athletes find it doing certain things uh, when you can eliminate distractions when you can know what your clear goals, your next steps are, there's these principles that sort of all come together. And when that happens, it creates a very meaningful experience where people are immersed in the activity that they're doing. And so uh, when we say that we're specifically talking about digital experiences and how can we apply those principles of flow to create happiness, uh, ultimately, through the digital experiences that we create or help create. Okay, so I don't want to lose my audience by thinking, oh my God, this Sean guy's woo woo and way up there. How do you like bring it, bring it down for me? What do you mean? Create a happy experience. Tell me a real customer story. So, uh, well, let me, instead of telling you a customer story, let me tell you, uh, I guess, give you an example. So the, so flow can be found in, in married of different ways. Like I mentioned, you can be doing, you know, doing athletics it can also be done. People find it in the most simplest and most mundane activities. So it could be, you know, laying bricks, uh, part of, doing we're in the middle of doing a rebranding process and part of this process that we're doing are really focusing around this concept of flow um i asked a question to our employees you know have you ever experienced being in the zone or a an optimal experience state you know that you might consider has great flow and one of the things that was really surprising to me is when they came back and told me that um all, a lot of them um, he instantly had examples that they were talking about. So we have comedians, we have a lot of artistic, creative folks here that work at Blue River. And uh, consistently, they came back with examples um, about where they find flow. They would talk about uh, one uh, particular person talked about um, how when they do kinetic sculpture, they build these really, really cool bikes out of um, all these different parts and everything and um, weld them together and super, super creative. But uh, this particular employee was talking about how he would forget to eat for 10 to 12 hours. Yeah. Uh, well, Sean, so I think I, I totally, too. I'm with you there. I think, I think okay. we, I definitely understand. I think my audience gets what flow is and it can be happen anywhere, anytime to anyone on any kind of yes. task, but how are you building a business around this? So how we do that is we create the digital experiences with the partners, you know, the businesses that we partner with. Um, so uh, I guess an example of this, we work with a client that has a, audience-specific content platform, and their goal is to try and create, uh, trying to eliminate worry about moving accounting businesses to the cloud. 
Um, and so they create a content platform that is driven around this idea that of introducing them to the idea of doing accounting on the cloud and then um, turning them into advocates for their platform, essentially. Okay. Now, is this like um, a, is this more of an agency that you run or is it more of a SaaS model? What's the business model? It's both, actually. So we have uh, Blue River is a digital experience agency. And then we also have the platform, which is the Mira digital experience platform. Okay, so the and second so, one is the SaaS play? Yeah, exactly. And what, so walk me through, by the way, a lot of the most successful SaaS companies come out of agencies. So I'm interested to dive more into the story. What came first, the tech or the agency? Uh, the agency came first, actually. Um, and it was created, we talk about this idea of flow. It was actually created for the explicit purpose of creating flow. Uh, one of the things, like, so my background is in graphic design and front-end development. And way back in 2001, um, the dot-com bubble burst and, you know, people were having a hard time finding jobs. I was one of those people. So I ended up starting my own small web development agency. What year was that? That was 2001. Okay. So that's when you launched this whole thing. Yeah. And, uh, so a lot of the work that we were doing at the time, content management wasn't really too much of a thing at that point. It was mostly in an enterprise play. Um, so we would often get customers early on that would require us to do a lot of handcrafting of HTML, a lot of content entry, a lot of mundane, tedious tasks that, um, you know, we're really just kind of painful. And so without really knowing too much about what content management was, we decided, you know, hey, we're going to build this tool, not you know, one to empower our customers, but also to alleviate us from having to do these really yeah. mundane tasks. Your, mar your right? margins go up because your internal humans can knock this stuff out quicker using your tool. Yeah, but it wasn't even about that. It was really about solving the problem first. So like, I hate that kind of work. I don't want to do that kind of work. I want to build cool things. I want to think of the next cool thing that we can add to this tool to make our customer live our customers lives better so um it was really purely self-serving uh, in that regard uh and then as it turns out people started using it and you know we open sourced it in 2008 and have been going from there so on the SaaS side of the platform what are people paying to use your tool to help them create flow so they're they're paying for the bureau digital experience platform which is a b2b content personalization Sorry, sorry. When I said what I meant, but like, what's the average price point, would you say? Uh, the average price point is about $2,500 a month. Okay, got it. So you're very much in the enterprise space at that price point. Yeah, we are. Yeah. We are. And, and okay, interesting. Now, how do you figure out, well, actually, let me ask about team size first. What are you guys at? We're right around 20 people. Okay. How do you decide and, and manage kind of what people are focused on, whether it's high touch low margin professional services consulting work from Blue River or higher margin, more scalable, less touch SaaS product stuff? Well, I mean, that, that is a, that's a constant challenge, honestly. Uh, we get a lot of our work because we open sourced Mira in 2008. Uh, a lot of our work comes through that channel. Um, and Mira, the platform itself, actually, because it's open source, it actually functions almost like content marketing in a way. It's really kind of a lead lead gen tool in that uh, people adopt it, they start using it, and then suddenly they need services, they need help deploying things, you know, whether it's a B2B marketing department standing at a, you know, an audience-specific content platform that they need out of the door, you know, in 30 days, or it's they're launching their public site or their internet on it. So um, we're always trying to look for the opportunities to scale and to lean more into the product side of things. But the fact of the matter is, is that a lot of times the, the customers that need the product also need the services. 
Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Now, what have you scaled Mura to over the past several years in terms of total customers today using you? Uh, there are about 4,000 active Mira sites okay. out right now uh, that we're aware of. And being that it's open source, they're, you know, and it's not all open source, but the, of the open source ones that we, you know, the, the, that are, have been deployed, those are, and, and in front of a firewall, it's about 4,000. So yeah, there's 4,000, you know, websites that use Mira, but is that directly analogous yeah. to the number of customers? There's 4,000 unique customers paying for Mira? No, no, not at all. I mean, because it's open source, you know, it's, it gets adopted at a much higher rate than is that, you know, relative to the customer base. Yeah. That's what I was asking though. So how many cust? so that's great adoption. How many customers though do you have that are paying for it? Um, what, uh, you know, I, I apologize. I'd have to go through, I don't handle that part of the business. So I would need to, uh, go look at that. But I would, if I had to guess, I would say they're around 50 to 60. Okay. Wait, but Sean, my audience is going to listen to that and go, wait a second. Sean's, Sean's at the top of this company and he doesn't look at how many customers they have. What's going on here? Tell me why you don't look at that number. It's, it's just because I focus mostly on the marketing and product development side of things. Um, and it, it, it you know, changes all the time. So, uh, and it is just not something I have two business partners that handle different aspects of the business. And so one of the CEO of our business, Ryan Thompson handles that aspect of it. So I, that's fair. Focus on that. That's fair enough. Yeah. That makes that makes good sense. Now, what's yeah. the split in terms of? So you have a hundred percent pie. Let's say the hundred percent is revenue. Is it split fifty fifty between agency and software, or no? No, it definitely leans more heavily into the agency side of things at the moment. Yeah, like significantly, like eighty percent. Like, what's the split percentage wise? Yeah, it's probably about seventy five percent. Okay, seventy five percent. Okay, interesting. And. Um, when you're, you mentioned your part of the business, are, are you doing that stuff for both the SAS, the software and the consulting side, the, the agency side or no, just one of them? No, I focus primarily on the product side, the product side. Okay, great. So, so mainly Mira. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, how, what kinds of changes are you making or what kinds of things are you doing to increase your retention? In other words, when someone new starts using it, how do you, how do you get them sticky? A lot of it just revolves around uh, creating content. Uh, one of the things that we, because we come from a very strong developer background, one of the things that we've never been really good at is marketing. And so we've been really focused on uh, you know, trying to provide valuable resources for our customers, whether it's training, you know, helping people learn Mira uh, out in the community or helping our customers um, serve their customers better. So do you know what your that retention number is currently each year? Did, did 90% stay with you, 100%, 50%? Yeah, it's around 92%. So that's really healthy. 
Yeah. Yeah. And is that, and that's in terms of logos or revenue or, or it's the same? No, that's in terms of the customers. Yeah. yeah or revenue. It, I mean, in other words, sorry, in other words, sometimes if you lose a customer, that's not paying you a lot of money. It, that can be like zero churn, right? Because the others make sure. up so much more. But if they're all equal, then they're, they're going to be it's going to be the same number. Yeah. Well, so one of the things we've been focusing on is trying to, you know, that we like to work with uh, the ones that do um, we could do the best work for, and as a result, get more revenue from them. So some of the ones that are lower that you would fall into that zero churn bucket um, don't really exist anymore. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned yeah. again the price point here is about twenty five hundred bucks a month, and you said you've got about fifty folks kind of on the platform. So this is a this is an audience you can hold in your hand. It's not so big where you don't know all your customers. You could actually build exactly. and know all your customers. They're all yes. paying in enough money where they're definitely invested. Same, if I multiply those two numbers, it's a healthy revenue stream somewhere around one hundred twenty ish grand a month, maybe fluctuating a little bit, but it's a healthy business. Yeah, exactly. And we, you know, we I guess we feel like we do the best work when we're more functioning as a partner for the organizations that we work with um, rather than just an agency where we're just churning and burning things out. I mean, we're actively participating in, you know, the process of whatever digital experience initiative that they're endeavoring to, to do. Yep. Now, have you bootstrapped the company or have you raised capital? Uh, it's completely bootstrapped. Come on. You got to say that with a smile. That's a good thing. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it's, it's, it's by design. I mean, it's, you know, like I said before, call started, we're, we're, a little bit different. We're very, very deliberate in how we approach things. And so far, um, it hasn't, we haven't gotten to the point where we felt like it was necessary to do that. Um, we, you know, are growing at a, you know, we're not going gangbusters, but we're growing at a healthy rate every single year what and rate? we're comfortable and we're comfortable, uh, you know, around between 20 and 30%. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah, so it's solid. Um, and you know, we've been able to build something over the years that we feel very confident in. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, I mean, that's, that's great. 20, 30% year over year growth is, is obviously a healthy number, uh, in terms of revenue, especially when you own the whole thing. So that's great. And now take us, I'm curious in terms of team, you mentioned you had 20 folks, where are you guys all based? We're based primarily in Sacramento, but we have folks spread out all over the place. Like I'm sure a lot of companies do like across the U S or um, California or the world. Mostly U S but we do have, uh, uh, someone in London, um, as well, but mostly in the U S very good, Sean. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Quick answers here. Number one, what's your favorite business book? My favorite business book would have to be Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? No. Number three, besides your own, what's your favorite online tool? Wonderlist. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? About seven. That's pretty good. Okay, and what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? I'm married and I have four kids. Four. Wow. And how old are you? I am 47. All right, Sean, take us home here. Take us back 27 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Oh my gosh. Where to start? <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, probably just could stay stubborn. You know, um, I think one of the, one of the things that uh, has uh, enabled us to be gainfully self-employed for the last you know, 16 years is just being stubborn and keep, keep churning. 
There you guys have it from Sean. Don't literally churn your customers, but keep churning. Stay uh, stay stubborn. Launched his company back in 2001 with his partners. It's it's 75% agency, agency revenue, 25% SaaS model under their brand Mira. They're helping people find flow, serving over 50 enterprise customers, paying 2,500 bucks a month. So you can do the math there, somewhere around 125 grand in MRR, growing 20, 30% year over year, all bootstrapped, which I love. I think it's really important. Retaining over 92% of their customers year over year with their team of 20 people between California and other remote locations. Sean, thank you for taking us to the top. Great. Thank you so much, Nathan. I appreciate it.